It's time for Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group with financial advisors Kevin Corhorn, Mike Bernard, and Josh Gregory. Wise Money is brought to you by the attorneys at Ledoux, Curran, and Keene, First State Bank, Diane Bennett, and the Inspired Team at REMAX 100, and Bethel College's Adult and Graduate Studies Program. Welcome to another episode of Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group, where every week we're helping you take your next wise step in your financial life. My name is Mike Bernard. I am your host and also one of the certified financial planners on the show. Thank you very much for being with us. Here with me in the KFG studios, Kevin Corhorn, along with us, a special guest joining us by phone. Yes, and I know many of you either own a small business or work at one, and if that's you, you're going to love today's guest, my friend and best-selling author, and I would add to that a thought leader, yeah. is uh, on customer service, and he's, I would call him an experience expert, Shep Hyken. and he joins us on the program this hour to discuss how his new book, Convenience Revolution, The Convenience Revolution, and what it means for you and your small business, and also what it means for you individually with you and your finances. Yeah, we are so glad to have Shep on the program. If you have any questions, though, we're going to hit questions probably near the end of the show. If you have any, we'd love to hear them from you. You can find us a few different ways online, wisemoneyradio.com. You can call or text us, 574-222-2000. And you can find us all over social media. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, just search Wise Money Radio. All right, thanks for being with us today, Shep. Hey, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. All right, so I'm going to have Shep. I'm going to have you introduce yourself. But what I've got here is that you're you're the CAO. You call that Chief Amazement Officer of Shepherd uh, Presentations. You're guru yes. on customer service. I know that already. Experience expert. I didn't. Those aren't my words. Those, I, that's, are <laughs> those are mine. Those are mine. And a dynamic <laughs> keynote speaker. You've authored Not- several books, best-selling books, and the most recent one we'll actually be talking about today. You've been featured on Fox Business, Forbes, US. Say today, uh, New York Times, Wall Street, among others. What am I missing, Shep? How else would you introduce yourself? Well, you know, I think my mom would be very proud with that introduction. <laughs> so I think you've done good enough. Thank you very, very much. Uh, well, we're we're glad to have you on the program. Let, let before we dive into the material in the in the convenience revolution. What what makes you so passionate about customer service? Sure. And I mean, we go all the way back to when I was a little kid starting my first business at age 12. I started a birthday party magic show business. And I came home from that birthday party. My mom said, go write a thank you note. My dad said, great idea. A week from now, call them, uh, thank them again, make sure they were happy, find out what tricks they liked. You know, things that are what you would consider, you know, getting customer service, you know, which is showing gratitude and yeah. and getting feedback. And then my dad said, execute. If they tell you the tricks they like, whatever the tricks they don't talk about, get rid of those and put in ones you'll talk about. <laughs> That's process improvement. And I had no idea that was called customer service. Uh, I had numerous jobs throughout high school and college, and every one of them, it seemed that I was very passionate about taking care of the people that I worked with and did business with. Got out of college, didn't really have a job, saw a couple of motivational speakers, thought, you know, I could probably do that. I had that little magic background hmm. and uh, entertained people. And by the way, in high school and college, I worked at nightclubs too. So I, I felt comfortable in front of people. So I started to research and I found I was passionate about that concept of customer service. There were very few books written about it back then, but I bought them all, studied them all, interviewed people, and started working. And, and here I am today, years later, 
a few decades later, and uh, very lucky. I've written a number of books, like you said. Um, work with amazing companies, from tiny little companies of you know. 10, 15 people all the way up to Fortune 50 companies. And uh, I'm just very, very lucky to be able to do what I do. Yeah, very, very blessed, but obviously an expert yes. as well. So we are actually, although we're on the radio, Mike is holding in his hands The Convenience Revolution. It's uh, your latest book. And if you if you look at this book, um, tell us about what's different in this book than the other books that you've written. Sure. And by the way, not only is it different than other books I've ever written, it is probably the only book focused on the idea of being convenient for your customers ever written. Uh, That's the reason I wrote it. About a year and a half ago, I'd been looking at all the different customer service books that I've written. By the way, every one of them, everyone, including this one, has a premise of managing the interaction that you have with people. And I talk about that as a base. You just have to manage the basic touch points to start with. And then I have, you know, hundreds of ideas and tips to make and deliver a better experience. But I was looking at the companies that I love to write about, that I love to talk about, and I do a lot of writing every week. I write articles and do videos and, you know, create content. And I said, one of the reasons is all of these companies are just easier than their competitors to do business with. Hmm. Let me break that down. Let me find out and kind of figure out why. And then I identified six areas, actually more than that, but I, I honed it down to six major areas. I call them the six convenience principles. And I said, these are the reasons why people gravitate toward these companies. And uh, if you think about it, and then here's, here, it's kind of a trick question. You already have the book, but if you hadn't read the book, I bet you'd still give me the same answer. What is the most convenient company on the planet to do business with? Yeah, Corhorn Financial Group. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's the number one. That is the number one oh, answer. That is Amazon. Amazon. Uh, Shep. Yeah, I'd like to buy a vowel. Uh, I'd like to buy an A. Yeah. 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 There you go. So exactly for sure. For sure, it's Amazon. You yeah, bet. and you you look at what Amazon has done. They're they're you know they're they reduce friction. I mean, you don't have to go to the store. They'll send you the book or whatever you order. And back then, it was just a bookstore online. They're open twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. Once you got the information in their system, you it was easy to check out. Now it's you know purchase you know buy with one click, or you don't even have to open the computer anymore if you have a dash button, right? Or if you have you know the Amazon Echo, you can talk to that and order what you want to order. I mean, they've made it as easy as ever to uh, deliver, you know, to, to do business with. And I use them as a main case study, but then I took each of the six principles and I put companies that you would recognize and some you wouldn't. Some big business, some small business, some B2B, some B2C. So uh, it really, there are Anybody can use at least one, if not even all six of these convenience principles to create a better experience for their customers. We're going we're gonna to jump into those in just a second, but I want to I jump forward to a, a, a quick question. I mean, this show is about finances, and, and what, do you do, what do you do when convenience maybe isn't what's best? And I think I know yeah. where you're going to go with this, but but in the financial services world, uh, there's um, I heard a CEO of a financial service company this morning say self service is often the worst thing you can do in financial services, but self service is also very convenient, and and technology is making that even easier and easier. So how would you reconcile those two things? Quality and what's sure. best in convenience. 
Yeah, so, I mean, we could take it from, uh, we'll take it from your point of view. If you want to be more convenient for your client, obviously self-service, where can they self-service? Well, you can give them access online to look at their statements. That doesn't mean you shouldn't have the monthly or quarterly meeting with them. Right. But you're giving them some control. Um, you know, if you've got some uh, older clients, rather than make them drive to you, you could either drive to them or you can send a car to have them picked up and, and come to you. Um, as far as the client is concerned, you know, there's a comfort level in, in what you do. I mean, this is part of investing. Is it convenient to say, you know, I say to my kid, take 5% of your paycheck and you're putting it in a savings account for retirement. That's not convenient. <laughs> they want to spend that money, but it's the right thing to do. And guess what? Long term, it becomes convenient. Well, right. So, so, it's, so it's tricky because our clients are buying financial wisdom and you say, well, see, that's not self-serve, whatever. But I think we would miss the point completely if we didn't say, okay, how do we make our experience with our clients that are buying financial wisdom more convenient? And I think the... Um, I knew I liked you, but I fell completely in love with you when you started talking about going to a doctor's office or a dentist's office and filling out the same form. Right. Every Multiple forms, every time. It, and there's something you can make more convenient for your clients. Um, is to, is you know, There's got to be a – and by the way, I recognize you're constrained by government compliance. Mm -hmm. So there's certain forms that have to be filled out. And mm – -hmm. You know, you just give fill out as much of it as possible for your clients because they shouldn't have to do the same thing over and over again. Let them look at it and sign off on it. Now, just just for for those of you listening who um, maybe don't own a small business and and aren't sure exactly how you're going to apply these principles um, to you, I would tell you make your financial freedom and your long-term financial success as convenient as possible. So automate your savings. Automate as, as much as you can. Automate your rebalancing. Automate, make, a, make the decision once so that your long-term financial success is just kind of by default, is as convenient as possible. Kevin and I and Josh here will work on making your experience <laughs> at KFG as convenient as possible. We've got a lot more to hit here with Shep. We're going to actually dive into his book. He's going to talk about the six different principles as well, all around making um, convenience the key component of your business. So that and more coming up here on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Thanks for being with us today. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Again, my name is Mike Bernard here with me in the KFG studios, Kevin Corhorn, joining us by audio special guest, best-selling author and speaker, Shep Hyken. I want to say special thanks to the attorneys at Ledoux, Kern, and Keene, as well as First State Bank for sponsoring the content of today's program. If you have any questions, we're focusing on small businesses. For those of you that own small businesses and or work in one, gosh, Shep has got some nuggets, some some gold to share with you. If you have any questions, reach out to us, 5 you can call or text 574-222-2000. So Shep's most recent book is The Convenience Revolution, and you, sh you, you shared a little bit of that with us just moments ago about the six different areas that you go in. Share, j just, just what's the first principle? Let's start diving into those, Shep. 
Yeah, or maybe spend a minute or so on each because they'll become really evident. And again, the idea is, I'm going to give you a generic example with a great company. You may recognize it, you may not recognize it, but there, you know, the goal is, if you read the book, there's you know five different case studies for each one of these principles. Again, all different types of companies. The first one is reducing friction. And in all six of the principles, there's an element of reducing friction, but specifically some companies make it their whole value proposition. Obviously, Amazon is all about making it easy for their customer. But how about Uber? What did Uber do? They took a look at what some might say is friction with the taxi cab industry and they made it better. For example, I used to live out in the suburbs. If I needed a taxi, I had to make a phone call. I didn't walk outside, there wasn't one on the street. And the dispatcher would tell me one would be there in 15 minutes, maybe, maybe not. I sometimes would have to call and say, where's my driver? Driver would show up, driver didn't know who I was, I didn't know who he or she was, and I'd have to tell them where I'm going. They'd put the meter down, I'd know what it would cost when I finally got there. And then I'd pay for it. Well, what Uber did is they said, let's eliminate all of that. Open up your phone app, and now you can see how many drivers are in your area. You can see they're five minutes away, 10 minutes away. You uh, put in your address, and by the way, you don't even put in the whole address. After a few letters, many times, or numbers, it it just Mm auto-populates. It tells you how much it's going to cost. You agree and confirm, and then they tell you the driver's on his way. You can watch the driver driving down the street on the little map on your phone. Driver picks you up. He or she knows who you are and doesn't even ask where you're going because the computer tells them that, their phone tells them that, and then they get there. You already knew what it was going to cost, but you don't even have to reach in your pocket. You just get out because it's automatically going to happen when they take it from your credit card. That's the way it works. Talk about easy and frictionless. They yeah. nailed it. Yes. And as a result, they disrupted an entire industry by being more convenient. So that's reducing friction. And you look for different ways, like we talked about, uh, filling out multiple forms that have the same thing, making people, uh, if, if it's not convenient for them to come to you, you could go to them. That reduces friction. So um, that's number one is reducing friction. Yeah. Lo- love it. Makes sense. Makes sense. What's the second principle? Well, number two, let's talk about self-service again, putting control into the customer's hands. With Amazon, it's a total self-service experience. Uh, If you ever go to a restaurant and you had to walk up to the counter, uh, that's not self-service, but Panera Bread, which many people probably have been to a Panera, uh, and I was just at one a little while ago, they now have a kiosk, and you walk over, and you don't even have to wait in line. Guess what? They still give you the option. And I was just there this morning, and I watched, there's five people in line. I'd go over to the kiosk, i swipe my credit card to pay for it, and i get my food before all these people are even out of line. It's amazing. So uh, they gave control. How about even in, if, if somebody wants to meet with you and it's time for their monthly or quarterly meeting, why don't you give them access to a calendar program so they can go online, look for a time that's convenient for them, and book it? That's self-service. And uh, it works really well by giving control to the customer. Now, recognize, if you're going to do self-service, there always has to be a human fallback. So if they're online and can't figure out how to get the calendar to work, they're going to pick up the phone and call. It needs to be easy at that point. But uh, hopefully, uh, the self-service technology works, which, by the way, Number three is technology. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You want me to jump into that one? Well, before you do, I, I, on number two, 
um, with Panera Bread. Uh, I just mm-hmm. stopped at Panera Bread this week, and I didn't know that they had the the kiosk uh, option available. I saw that they did, and that's what I used, and I was delighted because I was running tight on time. And if I if I had had to wait in line, I wouldn't have been able to get the coffee. I would have had to walk back out because I was able to use the kiosk. I got the coffee. I walked out, and that's been really with Panera Bread. I love that place, but my big beef is, do I really have to wait 15 or 20 minutes to give you my money? Because I, I don't and want they to. solved it. Yeah. They removed that friction and put in self-service. And they also put in yeah. technology. So, Shep, take it away with uh, the third principle. Yeah. Well, even even the technology that Panera uses with the self-service, uh, One, it used to be you walked over, they called your name and gave you your food. Now, when you go to the kiosk or even to the you know regular ordering with the servers or with the uh, people behind the counter, they give you a pager. And it used to be you waited for the pager to go off and go up and get your food, but now you go sit down at the table and set the pager in the middle of the table. And the pager, you see, don't even see it go off. The person just brings you your food to the table. I mean, they've used technology. PayPal, transferring money from me to you has never been easier with PayPal, Venmo, Google Pay, and these other applications. That's using technology. Amazon. Do you have a dash button by any chance, or do you know what the dash button is? I do. I've been too afraid to get them. I just I, Don't for some be afraid, reason, man. Really? This is <laughs> this is so freaking crazy. It's nuts. It's it's like imagine that you're using dishwashing detergent and you're running low. You don't even have to open the computer anymore. Just hit the dash button. I think you're probably afraid you're going to hit it by accident. No, the I'm safeguard a safeguard. Is they text you and they say, "Are you sure you pushed this on purpose?" Okay. or something like that, and you say yes, and guess what? It gets delivered. I've it's got amazing. An, I've got a nine month old at home, so he loves pushing things. So that's what scares me. Right, right. (laughs) But imagine you seeing you're running low on diapers. Right. You know? Yeah. Or, you know, whatever. Baby powder. I mean, all the consumables that you have, they've created a dash button for each one of those products. Leveraging technology to for self-service and to remove friction, just like you said, your your previous principles. Okay. Let's let's keep rolling. Fourth fourth principle. the subscription model is is number four. Uh, companies love this because it creates recurring revenue. Uh, customers love it because it becomes predictable. This is like you know every month you receive your magazine or every week you receive a magazine. This is the same thing that you can do with products. Think of the Dollar Shave Club. If you're not familiar with this, uh, a guy came out and he said, you know, people like throwing away razors and they got to go to the store to get them. What if we created a club? Pay me a monthly fee. I'll send you four razors a month. You change them out every week. It's a low price. It shows up in the mail. If you want to add shaving cream and other things, it just shows up. It's automatic. Netflix is a subscription service. Amazon Prime subscription. And when you buy into this, you get connected to the company. If they do what they say they're going to do, you love it, and you don't want to leave. Chewy.com, that's a dog uh, pet supply uh, online company. And if you don't want to go to the store and pick up that 50 pound pack of dog food every month, go on Chewy and set up the subscription service. And every month, like clockwork, it will be delivered to your front door. You don't have to go to the store, pull it out of the car. You do have to take it inside. Uh, bummer. <laughs> you, they're, they're even doing this, and you know this, Shep. They're doing this with vehicles now. That's that's the, all the rage. Uh, even oh, friends yeah, of mine were talking about it. Subscribe to a car. Right. It's amazing. Right, yeah. exactly. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, everything from, you know, Volvos and, and you know, high-end cars like Porsches. If you go into the Porsche one, not only do you subscribe to the car, you subscribe and you get a choice of cars that you can swap in and out. So I want the two-seater this week. Next week, I want to drive the, the Cayenne, the four, you know, the sport utility vehicle. You subscribe. You don't own it. They take care of the maintenance, the insurance. This is the new model. People will stop owning things. They'll subscribe to things because it allows them to switch out. Out, be you know it doesn't it doesn't bog them down with ownership. We uh, we're coming up against a, a hard rake here in just a second, but let me just jump in and make some um, financial personal financial application here. So love the idea of the subscription model, but I love it. You you said cu- customers love it because of the predictability. Absolutely, this again you can just set up your budget automatically and take care of certain things that you want or that are important to you and put it on autopilot where there isn't all of this variation variability in your monthly cash flow becomes much more predictable, much easier to plan off of. So many people, they've got, you know, you've got your big financial goals and so on, and you're trying to struggle or you're trying to figure out how much can I allocate towards those each and every month. The more subscriptions that you have, as long as it fits within your means, you can then you can then visibly see how much money can go towards those goals for you. So we've got principle number five as well as number six with best-selling author Shep Hyken. That and more coming up here on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Thank you so much for being with us. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Thank you so much for being with us. My name is Mike Bernard here with me in the KFG Studios, financial planner Kevin Corhorn on the line with us, best-selling author and customer service guru Shep Hyken. Shep is going through his most recent book, called The Convenience Revolution, sharing the six principles with us. He shared the first four. We've got two more to come. Want to say special thanks to uh, Bethel College Adult and Graduate Studies, as well as Diane Bennett with Remax 100. And lastly, if you have any questions, we're going to hit questions in just a moment. You can find us online, wisemoneyradio.com, or call or text 574-222-2000. All right, Shep, recap, uh, list out principles uh, one through four, and then go ahead and hit five and six for us as well. Sure, sure. So uh, reduce friction, which again, that is an element in all six, but as mentioned, people like, you know, companies like Uber, uh, Amazon, that is just part of their whole value add. Uh, You want to uh, give a self-service uh, option if that's appropriate. Technology, what technology can you use to make life more convenient? And the subscription model, which is an extremely powerful model, uh, sometimes it takes a lot of creativity for companies to get into this, but if you can get into that reoccurring revenue opportunity, it's good for you and your customers and clients. Number five is delivery. Take it to the customer. A quick example, I work with an auto dealership, uh, buying my cars for them for 22 years, I was their customer. I happened to see a car in another dealership that was pretty far away from where I live, and I said, I'm gonna go in and look at it. I I didn't wanna even talk to a salesperson, but I did. I told the guy, I'm not gonna buy the car from here, you're too far away. And he said, if you buy a car from here, we deliver the car, 
on if you ever need service, we take you a brand new car, we drop it off, and we'll pick your car up. You will never come in here until it's time to get a new car. Wow. And I go, well, what does that cost? He goes, no, that's what we do. Here's the, you know, let me write up a bid. You go take it to your regular dealer. If it's, you know, not competitive, I understand. Well, it was competitive, and they beat this other auto dealership out because after 22 years, this other dealership wouldn't match the service that this guy was offering, and, and the service was in the form of convenience. So, uh, and then the, the final area is access. You know, are you accessible to your customers and clients and members and guests, whatever you want to call them? And access comes really in, in two or three different ways of looking at it. Number one is, are you logistically convenient? Think about Walmart, who in the United States, 90% of the population is within 10 minutes of a Walmart. <laughs> Think about Starbucks in a busy city. Every block or two, there's a Starbucks. That's logistical access. But how about a company that has extended hours of operation? Uh, I use Huntington Bank as an example because uh, they looked at all the different banks that they competed with, and there was something in common that was inconvenient to the customer, and that was banker's hours. You know, they closed at 5 o'clock when everyone got off work. So Huntington stays open so the people who get off work that want to do banking can come in after regular business hours. They're also open on Saturdays. They took business away. Uh, so uh, time, you know, our, a website's open 24-7, you know, so mm. it's the, you know, if you have a customer service department, are the hours of operation convenient to your customers? So accessibility. So those are the six. Fantastic they stuff. they make a huge difference. Fantastic. <laughs> For those of you who run a small business, work in a small business, uh, check out Shep's most recent book, The Convenience Revolution. You can find it on Amazon. Shep, how can they find you online or LinkedIn? Yeah, just go to Hyken, H-Y-K-E-N dot com. If you want to go on LinkedIn, type in my name. I'm there. I'm happy to connect. I write articles every week. I post articles and videos so you can start to follow us. And we'd love to uh, have you in the community. Wonderful. Thanks so much for being on, Shep. Take care. All right. Thanks for having me. Take yeah. care. Bye-bye. Yep. Bye-bye. All right. We were very grateful to have Shep on, and he had to run. But let's let's spend some time and just talk through some of the application from each of these six principles. I'm not sure exactly how you're going to apply them in your small business where you work and even in your personal financial life. But let's share a little bit uh, about how we've applied these at Corhorn Finance Group and how you could apply them in your financial life. Yeah, so the first uh, principle was reducing friction. And Shep gave the example of Amazon or Uber. And I have loved just going to a bigger city and um, had an excuse to use Uber. And then you say, well, okay, I used Uber last time. I'll use Lyft this time. And every time I do, I ask the driver, so how long have you been driving for this company? And how's it going? It's very uh, fascinating. And when I was in Dallas, there was a number of drivers, because we took a few different Ubers. Most of them used to drive taxis. Yeah. So they they either drove taxis or limousines or whatever. And so when you think about reducing friction and Uber comes in and totally disrupts an industry, for us, I think about the industries that we're in and what are the disrupting forces in our industry. But I also think about um, just a, is something as simple as opening a, an account. So we have a custodian that we work with where we custody our clients' assets at Fidelity. And we just have to print out the application and then have the client sign it with a wet signature. And now we can use a, a program called DocuSign. Mm -hmm. And so it really makes it much, much, much easier for 
a client to use. I think of the industry that has really, when you talk about reducing friction and using DocuSign, the real estate industry has done that in the most amazing ways. Because when you think about, all right, you need to um, sign the contract, you then you need someone needs to have an offer, you need to sign the offer, then there's a counter offer that needs to be signed, and you go back and forth. And and um, DocuSign has been pretty amazing in how that's reduced friction. I've already shared that in your financial life, I would reduce friction in the kind of wise habits that you need to set up. So mm-hmm. make the decision once and, and automate it, and that reduces friction. Automating your budget, automating your savings, those, those sorts of things, automating rebalance. The other place that we at Cohorn Financial Group have reduced friction is is our clients have full visibility of their entire financial life at all times. There's no waiting and compiling for you to pull together all of your statements. You just log into one hub, which also embraces principle number two, which is self-service. At any time, our clients, and really I would say for you, for your financial life, you want to be able to go to one place and look at everything to say, how am I doing? Am I on track? Is this clear? Do I know where everything is? Is something is something out of whack here? And so we call it Wealth Vision 360, where all of our clients get to log in. They have their financial hub. It's their information hub. and But it's self-service because at any time, if you sold a car or bought a new one, you can just go ahead and update that yourself. If you change bank accounts, you can just update that yourself. So it's always up to date. But like Shep said, always for anything that's um, self-service, always have a human backup. Yeah, we, we will do that for you as well if you don't want to do it yourself or get tripped up on the website. Yeah, and I, and I think about this because it, with financial services, it's a, it's a little tricky. What things am I equipped to do self-service? So I was talking with a good friend yesterday, and he was talking about the various services that we offer at Corhorn Financial Group. We do financial planning with our certified financial planners. We do investment management. We also do uh, tax preparation, and we do uh, accounting work for small businesses and payroll, full-service accounting. And we also do insurance. And he said to me, well, does the insurance uh, one really fit with what you guys do? And I said, well, it, actually, it's a perfect fit because as a financial planner, my my main role is risk management for my clients. And he said, well, um, you know, I, I just, uh, my wife likes to go online and do it herself. So think about self-service. And that's great if you're going online and you know that you have too much money in your savings account and you need to move some to your checking account, that you should do self-service. If, you, if you're not educated on how to make your insurance purchases and how to make sure that you've got the right deductible levels, the right coverage levels, the umbrella policy to go over the top, all of these things, all you're going to do online likely is get the wrong coverage. I shared a couple of weeks ago on the Wise Money Show an example of one of that one of our insurance agents, Janet Harriman, shared with me that um, she had a a, um, a relative of hers actually came to her and and said, "All right, Aunt Janet, I got my insurance for my new car, and can you just take a look? You know, my mom was bugging me and saying you needed to take a look at this to make sure." And he did self service. He went online and just picked his own stuff, and oh my goodness, 
state minimum coverage, $2,500 deductibles. Uh, a lot of the coverages he said he declined, and this is for a 20-something who had barely any money. It was just totally self-service would have done a lot of damage. So, um, so principle number three is connecting with technology, and we're going to talk about how self-service and technology need to be used together to help you get where you want to go financially. That and more coming up here on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Wise Money is brought to you by the attorneys at Ledoux, Curran & Keene, First State Bank, Diane Bennett and the Inspired Team at REMAX 100, and Bethel College's Adult and Graduate Studies Program. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. My name is Mike Bernard. Here with me in the KFG Studios, Kevin Corhorn. Gosh, we had a very, very special guest, Shep Hyken, joined the program with us via uh, cell phone from... St. Louis earlier, talking about his most recent book. He's a best-selling author and dynamic keynote speaker, and we're actually still going through some of that material right now. If you've missed anything and you want to catch up, every episode is on the YouTube channel. You can go ahead and find it. Just search Wise Money Radio, subscribe to it, share it if you want. I know for Shep and his material, it's all in his new book, The Convenience Revolution, but I'm going to listen to it again because there were just some nuggets there as a small business owner that I want to make sure we're getting right here at at KFG. And uh, we're talking about some of that application right now. Let me just also remind you, if you have any questions, find us online, wisemoneyradio.com. Submit a question for your small business or we're focusing on businesses today, but for whatever you've got going on in your financial life, just go to wisemoneyradio.com. You can also call or text 574 222-2000. All right, so we're going through the six principles that Shep laid out in his book, The Convenience Revolution, talking about how could you apply it to your small business, how maybe we've applied it at ours, and how you could apply it to your to your personal financial life. Principle number three is where we left off on, that's technology. Yeah, we have embraced technology. I think about, when I think about technology, um, it's not so much what we have today. It's a, a, I think about what we used to not have. So when I first started in the business in 1994, no one had their own personal computer at their desk. There was a computer room. And so you would go to the computer room and you'd share computers. And there, there's a, um asset allocation program that the math is about 600 pages written out longhand to be able to calculate the efficient frontier. Um, That's the most efficient mix of stocks, bonds, and um, different types of investments. If you've ever wondered, hey, how does my investment professional, how does KFG come up with the recipe of how I should be invested? That's what Kevin's talking about. Right. So it used to be, it was a handwritten calculation. And then when I started in the business, you would put all of the data in, all the inputs, and you would hit run. And then you would leave. You'd go, I would go get a cup of coffee, go get my mail, and go to the bathroom, (laughs) go talk to Jack Flock and, Uh. and see if Michael Jones was available, and then go back and I would 
it was just finishing running. And then I would see, okay, what's the output? And everything looked really good, except I made one small mistake in the input, so I had to run it again. <laughs> and so, and, and now we have these things that um, on our, these, these programs on our computer that the we get a, an instantaneous answer. I was just thinking about a, a, a um, an HP 10B, which yeah. was the calculator I used to use in college. That's on my phone right now. And, and an I'm, app. Those, and those, an app. Those calculators used to cost $150 or something like that. Now it's two ninety nine. And I'm thinking, oh, my. $2.99 as an app. Am I glad I'm not a fourth-generation calculator maker? Because <laughs> I, you know, the, the calculator makers are going the way of the buggy whip. So your small business, of course, needs to leverage technology. But you, in your financial life, you need to as well. Um, one of the ways that we've done this, also, I've shared the Wealth Vision uh, 360. There again. You want to be able to go in and be able to see your entire financial life all in one spot. Now, there's there's dangers with technology. You've got um, you've got hacking. You've got other things. And so we've done oh my goodness extensive research and working with the the engine behind Wealth Vision 360 to make sure that it is secure and it's never been hacked in and all that sort of stuff. And so if you're listening right now, thinking well. I know there's a lot of technology going on in finances. It scares me. Okay, well, I, I I understand that. So go at your own speed, but technology can help you see more and do more. And so hopefully you can find a way to embrace it. Yeah, and you're talking about leveraging technology in, in order to have good data and to assemble the data, aggregate the data. What good data lets you do is it lets you make good decisions. So if you have everything assembled in front of you and everything looks good, then you can that then it's decisionable information. Yeah. So what te- technology should allow you to do is do just that. Principle number four is this is is subscription. So as your for your small business, you want to set things up to make it as convenient as possible for the customer to use your service on an ongoing basis. That's subscription. I look at applying that to your personal financial life. Automate your savings. Yeah. Right? Automate. So if it's it, it's a no it's a no brainer to sign up for Netflix and have it on subscription service. And Shep shared about several other businesses who are latching onto that. You need to do that first with your savings. I don't care what the goal is. For me, I, it's, it's Christmas shopping time. I automate that. Where like a subscription, I am saving, I'm paying for Christmas presents with every paycheck all throughout the year. Do the same thing with your retirement. Do the same thing with your college goal. Do the same thing with paying off your mortgage early. Do do financial financial success via subscription as well. Absolutely. Principle number five is all about delivery. So Kevin, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, well, when I think about delivery, and it, it, back in the day, we used to go out to clients' houses, and our 
my preference became to not do that because there are a lot of distractions in someone's... You like the, like the dog biting your ankles? Like the dog. Or you always knew kind of what position you were in when someone answered the phone. So the phone would ring and they would answer the phone and they'd say, um, we have some sort of investment guy here with us. So they didn't really understand the idea that we, <laughs> we're financial planners and we're talking about financial planning and other things. So it just became much easier, more efficient to not deliver. But we still do deliver. I, when I think of delivering, we do a lot, a lot of lunch and learns for companies that have yeah. their retirement plans with us. So we will go out, we'll do enrollments, we'll go and do lunch and learns, we'll go do educational presentations. Um, I think about Josh and Amy. Yeah. And Joshua Gregory and Amy Masters. They delivered education at Lake Michigan College to a number of different couples that spent uh, over two different nights, six hours learning about retirement planning. Yeah. So they th- those folks didn't come to us. We went to them and delivered. Well, the other I, I would I would also stretch a couple other ways as well. One is um, yesterday I was supposed to have a meeting with someone who's coming down from from Grand Rapids. Schedule got changed a little bit, and we instantly said, "I will come to you." via Zoom, and mm-hmm. we'll just do the meeting yeah. as if we're face-to-face. We will be face-to-face just over the internet webs. The second, though, the second delivery is um, is in the advice that you receive. We went, your financial advice that you receive and financial information, we've been scratching and clawing at how can we make that more convenient, more convenient for you. And that's some of what birthed the Wise Money Show, why we started the YouTube channel, why we're blogging. We're just trying to get more and more financial content, wise financial content, into your hand so that you can get it and apply it in your financial life. That's no substitute for financial wisdom in having a financial plan. But we're trying to bring this information to you and more convenient Yeah, we want to get you stirred up to take some action and take your next wise step in your financial life. Which leads into the last principle, principle number six, which is access. And that's where every single week we're trying to give you access to um, different financial principles that you can apply into your own life. And, you know, whether you're... You know, your favorite way to listen is podcast or YouTube or on the radio on Saturday mornings. We we want to give you access um, to the uh, various concepts that yeah, we of, apply every day at KFG. Yeah, one of the ways we give access in the, beyond just the world headquarters of Corhorn Financial Group here in Granger, we also have three other offices that are yeah. conveniently located in Niles, Michigan, in Napanee, Indiana, and Coons Lake, Indiana. And then, you know, for your personal financial situation, you want to be, you want to have quick, immediate access to your entire financial life. Again, I would go back to Wealth Vision 360 because if you have that information, if you have that access readily available, you can make very quick, very accurate, very beneficial decisions. That's a website we set up for all of our clients. That's right. So, all right. I want to say thank you to special guest Shep Hyken and uh, what what great content. Check out his book again, The Convenience Revolution. On behalf of him, Kevin Corhorn, and myself and all of us at Corhorn Financial Group, 
Have a great Saturday. We'll see you next Saturday for Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Securities offered through Silver Oak Securities, member FINRA slash SIPC. Advisory services offered through KFG Wealth Management, LLC. Doing business as Corhorn Financial Group. KFG Wealth Management, LLC and Silver Oak Securities Incorporated companies are unaffiliated.